Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. Thank you for joining us. I know if you are joining us or if you're going to be sharing, you'll be joining us on Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, um, you name it, we're on it. So tell a friend to tell a friend to check out G and Key on the Weekly Wind Down. So Key, mm-hmm. how's it going? It's going good. Good. It is. It's going good. I just want to, you know, since we're opening up, want to wish my husband, my baby's daddy, a happy Father's Day today. Happy Father's Day to your baby's daddy. Yeah. And he's like, to me, the prototype. Well, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He deserves all is. that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like the prototype to me. Like, he is awesome. Well, he's a great father. At this whole, you know, but he's had a great teacher. You know what I mean? That would be me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because this is our first time together, you know, right. you know, being parents. So, like, he's he's all in. Well, that's good. Yeah. I think that that's great. And I'm happy Father's Day to you, um, Keith's baby dad. Uh, I won't be telling you his name and everything because y'all might try to find him. <laughs> that ain't what you want. It, yeah, and you don't want her problems. <laughs> don't you don't up. want these problems. He's got that beard, too. <laughs> we don't. Beard, man, beard man gang is strong these days. It is. People out here trying to get it, too. And faking it too. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not even mad at him. <laughs> that beard thing is one of those things I didn't think I needed to see or have around until I started dating somebody that had a beard. He grew one like while y'all were dating, right? Yeah, it was a game changer. It it damn sure was because I saw a picture. I was like, "Who is that?" He <laughs> found out. Grown man gang out <laughs> here. Right. Let's go. It's <laughs> a different. It's different. Hey, you got to be careful with it, though, because you get into a different arena. You get different kind of holes when you get stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah. was the problem. Oh. These old hoes. He's like, yeah, they just checking on me. Okay. Man, fuck these hoes. <laughs> that's me. And that's, I, <laughs> I told y'all last week I checked out. I'm on vacation. But yeah. Oh. I mean, hey. I mean. It it does some things. I mean, older than me. We see what we did, but that's the grown, it's the grown man thing, though. Older than me, get your old ass. Still now, Cougars. Get out of his inbox. I mean, I'm not supposed to carry him. No, that's why I was like, wait a minute now. I was aggressive. <laughs> you got mad. You move, your, <laughs> you move your arm a little bit. Get out his inbox. He shooed you. <laughs> Anyhow, the beard did, did help. I didn't. Yeah. Like I said, I used to think it wasn't that big of a deal. It is. You saw what it did for Drake. Champagne Poppy out no, here. Okay, Champagne Poppy. He's he, a. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't that's all pop star really i listen to that every morning when i wake up he got <laughs> and my husband he has one gray hair uh-huh just one one gray hair in his beard and i'm just i told him i said don't you he said something about i said you better not that thing get good and salt and pepper out here oh, you man. don't like the salt and pepper look huh? i'm gonna love it i'm gonna have to get up and get dressed to go to lowe's because what you ain't gonna be doing is out here reaching shit, um shit off the shelf Excuse me, sir, can you, ma'am? There are other people that walk around with a vest on that work around this bitch. You better not. Yeah, basically that's how I felt about the beard, too. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I'm, shout out to him on Happy This Wonderful Father's Day. Oh, absolutely. Speaking man. of salt and pepper beards, you know, my dad has yeah. oh, committed he, to his. He, You know what? And when I saw the um the family picture, I was like, okay, let me find out. Hey, hey he, he is. Hey, I bet your mama get dressed and go to Lowe's sometimes, don't she? She, she go? got she get dressed and follow him everywhere. <laughs> That's one thing I will say about Mama. She is not playing around. She claimed this lady oh. that I think 
is actually related to my dad <laughs> had a crush on him. She might not be wrong. This was at least 30 years ago. She ain't forgot. The lady called me to tell me something. What's she calling you for? About work. Oh, okay. Supposedly. Mm. Did she ask about your daddy? She did. Wrong thing to do. <laughs> Mama was like, well, what's she calling you for? That's, see, see how that was the first thing I asked? <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. She just, you know, she doing, she call you off the phone? I was like, no. <laughs> she ain't playing around. It's been 30 years. They've been married 42, 43 years this you, year. You better know she ain't playing about him. And happy Father's Day to your daddy out here. Okay. I mean. And so on behalf of Senior, I brought a special treat. Is, is that what that's for? Yeah, Uncle Nearest. This is the weekly wine down. I know it's with a Y, but whiskey. We drink, we drink wine around here. And we also have to taste a little whiskey for Father's Day. I got to find my husband some more of that. Because I actually, you know, I, I'm not a brown liquor drinker, but I like that. Yeah. So on behalf of my, my dad and all the dads out here. Key and G gonna have a toast to the good life. That's what we're gonna do. And and these and these whiskey um I'm with it. Drinkers. I mean Cheers. Okay. Cheers to the dads. Oof. I love it. Yeah, I liked it. It's so good. My nose stuffy too, so maybe that helped out a little bit. But that you know what this would be good with? What? <laughs> some tea. <laughs> yeah. This would be good with some sweet tea. It would be. And nobody, you could put this in there and nobody would know. Like, this is a little hot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the ice keep melting. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for those of you who are not familiar with Uncle Nearest, Uncle Nearest is... Um, Nearest Green. Nearest Green. He's a slave who... No, he was he enslaved. Was, he was enslaved. Let's go. Okay, thank you. He was enslaved and um, taught them how to do the whiskey stuff. Not them. We're talking about the makers of Jack Daniels. Ja- makers of Jack Daniels. In particular. He taught um, um, him how to, um, the formula the formula that he created for the right. Jack Daniels that most of you all out here drinking today. So Uncle Nearest was actually made by his niece. Yes. You know, once she found out that information and she put this in the rotation for her uncle, Nearest Green. That's right. It's, it's been winning awards all over the globe. That's it. For the best whiskey out here. Yep. And I like it. Now, I'm I'm not a brown liquor drinker, so... I don't know if that's good or bad for Uncle Nearest, but I like it. <laughs> it's smooth. It's hell. That didn't burn at all. The freak show got me. Yeah, the freak show gets you a little me, bit, but you me, know. You know. But Uncle Nearest, um, 93 proof is what we're having today. Yeah, and I don't know if I want the other one. No, the 100 proof, that's in a little black container. And, um, you know, for the whiskey drinkers, it's good if you have your cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good vibe, though. Um don't mix it with you don't have to mix it with anything. You can have it on ice. Mm-hmm. You can have it neat. Yeah. I and, put a little ginger ale in mine. Yeah, just to make it a little smoother. That would be good. Give it some bubbles. Bubbles make it feel fancy. Oh yeah. Always. But um I will say that if you're looking and you're paying sixty dollars, fifty dollars for your crown, or if you're not sure what you want to drink and you're just kinda of doing stuff just because and you are wanting to um to try something different. I think you will enjoy Uncle Nearest. Um, you'll find it in a lot of the places in little hidden spots. Mm-hmm. But trust me, they know where it is. Yeah. And it's usually not that much in there. Yeah, so if you see one, get one. Don't right. say you're going to get it the next time. It's not going to be it's there. Not, it's not going to be there. I feel like people, they order like two to six at a time for these liquor stores. 
if they get, if they know people are getting it. Yeah, I guess until they see if it's popular. Right. Or the people start asking about it. Yeah, but how y'all did the crown peach? That ain't right. Yeah, and now that shit's in there by the caseloads. Yeah. Like, you got a whole display? I couldn't find this for nothing last summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now I don't want it. Now I don't want it. We got Uncle Nearest. <laughs> there it is. Damn that. So you could put a little peach snaps in your Uncle Nearest if you're feeling, if you're okay. feeling a little crown right. peachy. That, and you know what? See, look at you with the recipes. Hey. Come on now. You got to make us, we're going to get us a weekly wind down recipe book. You know what? We do need to have that because I made a mean liquid marijuana yesterday. Oh. Oh, yeah, G. Just start, write them down. You, We're coming out with a book. With a splash. We're coming out with a book, and we're going to put pictures in there and make it fancy. <laughs> so you'll know exactly what it's supposed That's to look, look like. There you go. Get your colors together. But, we're doing uh, it. Yeah. So we had a little whiskey for my dad. I think he'd appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a daddy's girl. Oh. Textbook definition. Please. Um, I feel like my dad did not have his dad. And so instead of using that as a crutch... He used that as motivation to do a lot of different things. So he was raised by his mom, um, but he had uncles, and he'll be honest and tell you um, that he needed his uncles to do man things. And so I think a lot of women, um, we kind of get we go back and forth with this because he want to, you know, there's some people who take that, you know, child out of the dad's life, or you know, don't have the relationship with their brothers and and those things. But he will say, and he will identify. At least four or five older gentlemen that I've had the pleasure of meeting because he wanted to make sure I met them too. Who, while he was um, he was raised in a single parent home with no siblings, um, his uncles and coach really, um, you know, influenced his life and then how he lived it. So he will say now that he is happy because he don't have anything to worry about. He raised his kids; they have jobs; they got brains. And so he could die a happy man. So That's he don't up. worry about much. Um, he's a crowd favorite. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves him. People I don't know <laughs> love him. Um, I think I get a little bit of his personality. Um, if he knew I was podcasting and didn't mind, he would be an excellent guest on the show. Oh, yeah. And he'd have way more listeners <laughs> than us. <laughs> but like I said, um, you know, I had a good dad. I don't complain. Um, but I do have, I, I've been blessed with that. And so my brother's a good dad. Shout out to him. He got step, he's step daddy. Number one. Okay. Because they, you're calling him dad. Yeah. Bonus dad. They don't even do step dad. <laughs> yeah, we don't do steps sometimes, most of the time. And, um, he's, his daughters are teenage girls. So I think to marry someone with teenage girls is already, a, um, he deserves a pat on the back because teenage girls, they just suck in general. I mean, they we, don't. We were teenage girls. Now we, you can't say that. But attitude wise, it just, we just, you know, you have that. You're going through. You're going. You're trying to pick yourself out. I, I had a completely different life as a teenager, so I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I had. I just had an attitude about things that probably weren't attitudey necessary. And now I work with teenage girls all the time, so I recognize that they have reasons to have attitude. Most of them. Yeah, but then sometimes not. Yeah, I said most. Yeah, you, know, you got to so. check yourself, though. I think how you re- respond to things mm-hmm. is a reality. That's, yeah. And I also think a lot of people in our generation have raised our children to be a little bit um, entitled in some ways. So, you know, we feel they feel so disrespected. Oh, my God, that was disrespectful. 
They ain't even gonna bring me nothing back. That was disrespectful. How was that disrespectful? Shut up. You didn't, you you don't you don't know. And so a lot of that is just being a teenage girl. I think they're getting figuring it out. I guess. You know, and I just like I said, they figured it out. You know, based on where they are. Right, where they are, and I think you got to meet them where they are. Which, which is why I really, 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 really enjoy the work I do with them, with that age, trying to help them sort through womanhood. Or where they think they are. Mm. One of my favorites came to me the other day. She told me she was a woman now. Okay. Because she um, did find out where they do birth control. Mm -hmm. And that she was going to have sex. Okay. She just wanted to be prepared. Well, that's being responsible. That's right. And so it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to do it. So let me go just make sure I can do it and take care of me. I wasn't mad. I was not mad at all. Get this education and this knowledge. And, you know, hey. I can respect that. I wasn't mad at all. I just like when they, as they're growing, they recognize that they have to make some decisions. Mm-hmm. And they have to take care of themselves. A lot of them taking care of their own selves. Oh, yeah. That was shit. Yeah. Well, you gave a long, you gave a very nice speech about senior. I ain't even going to acknowledge that joke on my <laughs> end. We just going to move right along. <laughs> so, right. So, like I said, I was I was fortunate, you know. My dad, he was a coach. He is, is a coach. He is coach to everybody. And, um... You know, I pace up and down the football games, just like I remember the Titans when they would be losing. <laughs> I'm up and down the bleachers. I'm everywhere. Um, it was a good. It was a good thing. So I think you know if you have if you have your dad with you and he is or you know if he's on Earth or not, just you know say thank you. I ain't mad at that. I think my little one might you know maybe her dad he might get back into coaching like once she's older. Yeah. You know he may start doing that again, and she'll be she'll be out there. So she can catch now. He's so proud. Oh, yeah, she can catch. I saw that. Yeah. That's but, good, though, because she, you know, she's early. Right. So, like. Her hand-eye is kind of actually pretty good, particularly where her drums hit. So we were playing. Oh, you saw her with the band. But I'm just saying, like, her hand-eye coordination is better than most. But see, the thing is, she likes to close her eyes. And she'll do, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, I start singing. Yeah, you know, I'm hyping her up. And then she'll do this right here. She's like. She playing. Mm. <laughs> you know, she like give you the side eye, squint her eyes a little bit. Like, yeah, you you over here, you digging my music. But like we were playing in the kitchen the other day because she got the ball out of the office, out of daddy daycare. The balls don't come out because we're not throwing them and kicking them in here. Let us not run in the kitchen because things are hot. This floor is hard. There's right. no carpet in here. But anyway, she had it and come on, catch mommy, catch. So I catch it and I throw it to her and you know she's catching it like with both of her mm-hmm. hands out because before like he was teaching her to use her she, body. Yeah, so he would just throw it to her chest to make it easier because all mm-hmm. she was doing was just sticking the hands out. But now it's you know yeah. I'm get I'm catching. And he told me that yesterday he was like, hey, she just caught the ball like four times like with her hands and I was like, yeah, babe, she was doing that you know yesterday. You know, all excited. That's right. So she doesn't. Well, we have a basketball goal. We haven't put it up yet. Yeah. Because the weather has been sucky. Yeah. Like for, what is this, like week three? Yeah. It's it's Of straight rain. But we needed the rain. Yeah, but we don't need a flood. That's true. So, you know, we can't put our outside things. I just left it in a box. So, and I'm loving it. I'm ready for her to play basketball. She plays softball, soccer. Yeah. She's so- a runner. She's a track star. Oh yeah, she absolutely <laughs> soccer. She has now. There's yeah, and doesn't even know that that's what she's doing because she'll run and kick, and she's been doing that for months. Run, kick, run, kick, chase. Can't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> she got that from, I think it was Susie Sheep on Peppa Pig. <laughs> Can't catch me. Every time she take off, 
And when she wants you to chase her, yeah, she just can't catch me and take off. Well, that's that's so we haven't been. I can't let her. I haven't let her go outside. She hasn't been outside in two weeks. Like yeah. to not to go play. Like well, you know, we might go walk to the mailbox because you know that's you know gravel pavement. But like as far as like in the back, like with the grass and the mud and stuff, she hasn't been out there to go run around. She had like a little bout with what I thought may have been like some allergies. So I've been watching around with that, doing my little home remedies, right. you know, getting her straight with that. But then it was my turn. Now I got the the sneezing, the sniffling, the stuffiness going on. So, yeah, I just cannot wait to get some straight sunshine. Like, that's what I need. Like, to dry up this so we can get back to our sort of normal things that are that are happening. Well, we need that. Yeah, we do. Because I'm tired. I am tired of this rain. But you know what loves it? Your garden. My garden. How's that going? At one point, I thought I was drowning it, watering it myself. But then when this rain came and it was just like, every time I go out there, it's like, good morning, mama. Like, look what look what we can do. Right. It's, it's, you deserve it's crazy. The rain. It is insane, like, what's, what's happening with it. Yeah. I had my, got my first piece of okra a couple Ooh, weeks ago. That's yeah. what I told myself. If I only got one piece... That was going to be for the ancestors. I'm growing. I'm growing okra every year now, mm-hmm. every single year. You got to do it. You got to do it for them. Well, that and watermelon. Well, you got to have your little watermelon. Yeah, and I had a you know the stigma with that. Yes. And for a long time, I was like, I wouldn't let my baby wear that. Like, yes, I, re- I remember you uh-uh, saying no monkeys, no watermelon, because as soon as somebody say something smart, it's going to be a problem. But then. Like learning now that the white folks that made that a negative thing, mm-hmm. they did that because, you know, back then, you know, the black people and the former enslaved folks, they made money from that. Yep. So they had to make it into a negative thing for them not to want to do it and for people not to want to purchase it from. You know, trying to take it, well, not trying to, yep. take it from them to make it not to be, you know, a good thing. Because the, all anything that's in the Gord family, that comes from, you know, the West Coast of Africa. That was brought over. You know, that's not native here. But, you know, it's been cultivated, and we grow it. We love it, you know. So, yeah, so now I have different thoughts about it. So I grew, I tried watermelon last year, and it was a bust. Literally had the (laughs) one that was maybe like the size of like a small, like a grapefruit. Right. That survived (laughs) the the bottom end rot. Right. Bust on the vine. Went out the next day. I was so heartbroken. So heartbroken. Well. So I'm trying it again this year. So okra and watermelon will always be in the rotation for me. And I'm doing that for the ancestors. Got to. Well, you got to. And I think that I have the watermelon have been like eight ninety nine. Is it? Six dollars, it depends on where you go in the store. But you know, it's hard to get watermelon, but it's not quite it's well, it's time now. It's almost time. Yeah. To get the real good ones. Yeah, I don't want the one at the store. I want the one off of a pickup truck. Yeah, and all with the yeah, like overalls. I want, yeah, I want him to have that on. Or like, you know, if it's a, you know, like mostly it'd be like, though the white man have on the overalls. You see a black right. guy, he got on like some work pants. Yeah, but you and know, I've seen, this guy was selling it. Black well, I mean, sometimes, you know. Had his overalls on. Depends on where you had go. Had his hat. You know. I mean, and it was, I was like, which one? Like, I want that. And and make sure you get the one with the seeds in it. Like, seedless watermelon is stupid. Wait, how is that even possible? Like, you're you're um, a garden person. How can you grow watermelon with no seeds? Yeah, it's GMO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't. I don't want that. Nah. But why Why you? Why would you not want the seeds? Because it's an inconvenience. Oh. See, in my <laughs> house growing up, I just, watermelon was inconvenient altogether. So if we ate watermelon or we would aggravate my grandma and ask her to cut it, 
We had to eat the whole watermelon. Seems legit. <laughs> my grandma would just cut one or my granddad would cut it and leave it on the counter. She would just cut it. If it was four of us there, she cut it in fours. Yeah, you can Put eat it that. on a plate and eat the whole thing. Yeah. Y'all couldn't do that? Yeah, we did. Okay. So I think that's why I don't eat watermelon like that. And if it was just me and my brother, then she just cut it in half. Okay, yeah. Don't no. ask me about the watermelon no more. We talking about Joe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe don't ask me about that shit no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, but then she would be like, I'm not cutting it. But I see her cut it mm-hmm. for the thing she wanted to cut it up for. Yeah, she don't want to cut it for y'all to come in here playing over this watermelon, getting on her nerves. Right. Eat the so, whole yeah. damn shit. So I would... um. When I was pregnant, that was I was like, somebody, please get me a ah, water. Yeah, I remember that melon. Yes. Oh, and get a good one. Oh, my good friend Amanda. She worked um Sumter County, mm-hmm. and she was passing through Rembert, and stopped and got me. That was the best damn watermelon ever. I remember that. I remember you was on that one. I think I barely. I may have let my husband have a little bit. Yeah. But it's just like, bro, like you, I can't come in here and it's all gone. Like I'm gonna have to eat the last pieces of that. <laughs> You don't want this smoke. <laughs> Good stuff. I was thinking. Oh, yeah. I was looking at um. You saw the hurricane names for this year. I didn't. Okay, so there's they've gotten rid of the Greek the Greek letters. Okay. To add like another name list, uh-huh. and they were going to retire the Greek ones, and they go into like Deshaun and some other things. But this this group this group um we've already you know we already got one uh uh-uh. out in the out in the space but we got um, that's what I need to be watching. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, I was. It's Anna or Anna. Okay. And Bill out there right now, I think. Okay. Maybe Claudette. But I okay, so they've been their name storms now. I think I saw something about a disturbance that may have been out there. Yeah. But, okay, they named them now. Okay, so you know it's just gonna start and they'll fizz off. <sighs> but on this list, you got um. Henri. Or Henri, mm-hmm. and then um Larry and Wanda. And okay. Ter- Teresa's out here too. Oh. Odette. Odette. <laughs> yeah. That's on the first list. On the second list, after, you know, when you usually go to Greek names, it's like, mm-hmm. it's your cousin's names on those. <laughs> so okay. it's been interesting hurricane year. Um, but I was just saying that because we mentioned it in the weather. Uh. It's crappy, but it's, you know, we early, but it's it's about, that's why when we crank up in these parts. Yeah, so well, it's not early because it's hurricane season. Yeah, but started you know, you know a couple weeks ago. I'm not ready to think about that because we were stuck in the house for, right. Yeah, so we're stuck in the house for a year and come back out and get in these streets. Well, these storms might be like, you know what, y'all need to go back in because you don't listen. <laughs> right. Y'all should be used to this, so just go very, hang out. Very, very possible. You guys know how to survive now. Yep. Now you're gonna be stuck in there with no electricity. That's right. And I went out in Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was out on Bourbon Street, I felt like, I mean, I was like, whoa, this is like a COVID party. <laughs> I mean, it was just people out, everybody yeah. free. Oh, yeah. Well, I, okay, I love New Orleans anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to a very, very fancy wedding. Okay. Shout out to Victoria and Ahmad for making it happen. Ooh. Um, it, was, it was a lot. It it was everything. I mean, it you was. I mean, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, came in on the carriage. Let's, hey, that's the only way to do it. When I saw the band, I knew where you were. Yeah, the horses brought her in, and her and her dad, she and her dad in, and then she walked up. 
you know, and then, you know, there's a fireworks display afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then there was like light sticks at the end. Oh, yeah. Not just streamers, but like the kind from the concert that have like multicolored sticks. I mean, what else would you expect? Not, you're we, right. We've had the band already. Yeah, the what? marching band. We got, you know, it was great. It was no sit-down meal. Cocked, you know, people bringing around food to you the whole time. I think I ate more food doing it that way. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were just walking around handing you, you know, bringing you food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any, any catfish nuggets, chicken oh, yeah. po' boys. Come on. Um, Did they have some gator? Uh, jambalaya. I don't know. I don't know if I meant if they had gator, but I wouldn't be surprised because they all had plates. Crawfish? They definitely had some of that. But, you know, everything was um, that you could just take off and mm-hmm. just eat. Um, they had jambalaya, little potato soup in little bowls. And so by the time you dealt with all those people, they had little cheeseburgers, little fries, little sweet, potato, sweet potato nuggets. I love to hear it. They had dressing, sweet pot- and they had like a um, jalapeno dressing there. They had like a meat cutting thing. All of it was like happening, mm-hmm. you know, cocktail style. Oh, yeah. During that little cocktail hour, which is extended. There was oh, a pool yeah. decorated. There was... um. People smoking cigars outside by the pool. Come inside, it was just, it was a lot. But is it was that, a Is phenomenal. that where she's from? No. She's from California. You know what? I love it. You um, just... Ahmad is from um, Louisiana, but okay. kind of had a destination situation. Okay, so. so that's where he's from. Okay, I yeah, didn't know if anybody Louisiana. had any roots there. Yeah, so it was it was phenomenal. Um, definitely, I've seen some things, but I will say that there was effort put in there. There was a lot of thought. Oh yeah, and she had the wedding of her dream. She said, and then there's that. Yeah, you go out to get married in the backyard with like some of the metal folding chairs. Yeah, and put y'all face no on, need them, to, on yeah. them old school church fans like Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> yeah, and then just have cupcakes for us to take to go. Yeah, like, you I'm just you're not gonna that. I, you know, I figured you you really outdid yourself there, girl. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'll just say that my dad was there. He was just making noises the whole time. <laughs> Every time that something new was to happen, he's like, mm. <laughs> mm. I said. Well, Especially when he saw the horses, because she had white horses. That's uh, like they was moving on beat. Uh-huh. I know. He probably was like, you better not be getting the damn ideas. <laughs> and then they started playing Kim, and then um, Sign Seal delivered. The lights was moving in with motion lights. Ah, oh, with the, the beat. Song, with the beat to the music. Let's go. I mean, if you're going to go big or go home, I guess. Me, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> I, you know, my daddy's like, I've been, I ain't been married this long. Why, why rush and do something ridiculous now? Like, what are you even trying to do right now? <laughs> no. That's probably it. No. Intimate um, destination situation because, my goodness, it was um, it was a treat. But I really, really, really enjoyed that. I've had some people doing some cool things. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's happy to, to be down there to support. But definitely, if you were trying to get COVID, just go to, go to, go to Bourbon Street. Oh, yeah. It had, it had to be there floating and tapping people on the shoulder. I mean. You couldn't move. But it was a good time. Like of I said, I um, I think it's imp- I think it's important to take care of yourself. Of course, you know people have you got your pockets with mask on or whatever, but just be mindful, mm. you know, because we outside, outside. Oh yeah, I mean, we outside, but um, it was good. It was a good trip. Oh, I needed I needed a little break for that. I haven't been to um New Orleans since pre Katrina. Oh yeah, so where the wedding was, um, it was across the street from the levee that broke. Mm-hmm. So they've redone that little strip. Oh, I bet and that's you nice. can see the levee. They had, like, fireworks on it, though. For the wedding. I mean, <laughs> why not? <laughs> just, let's just put the fireworks on the lid because that's going to be dope. That's what that's what we're going to need. Yes. There was a lot. It was beautiful. Um, other than that, speaking of beautiful things, my friend, um, close friend Jessica, Dr. Jessica Williams, who's a professor out in San Diego, um, 
She's a part of this book with Brene Brown mm-hmm. and Tarana Burke. And they've gotten a lot of press about the book. Um, and it's called You Are Your Best Thing. And it's vulnerability, shame, resilience, and the black experience. And I'm sharing that with y'all because I know a lot of our listeners are like us and try to be in tune with the, who we are. And um, one of the things that she said that I'll share, um, she has different um, like essays in it. And so you, they were chosen and they submitted essays. So Laverne Cox is in it. Lots of different people that you've heard of under the surface. Um, uh, but I think, you know, they just are up and coming, right? I wouldn't say under the surface, but a lot of the people are great and talented writers. And so one of the things that she said is that um, aggressions like I don't see color or assumptions that educational achievement somehow offsets racism and sexism are laughable and offensive. We are intentionally robbed of opportunities to see the spectrum of who we can become. Without an accurate reflection, our world becomes a funhouse mirror of distorted expectations that we can never meet. More often than not, the people around me believe that they are doing me a favor by not acknowledging my differences. Sometimes I've had to fight to see myself through uncolonized eyes. I've had to assure myself that I'm not broken or discounted because of what happened to me or because of the others lack the metrics to appraise my value. To be black in predominantly white spaces for the majority of your days often means affirming yourself or going without affirmation and representation for long stretches at a time. So her article, um, her essay in the book is called Black Surrender Within the Ivory Tower. And again, she talks about her vulnerability in spaces. Um, Like I said, she's a doctor uh, of philosophy at... Um, University of San Diego, but she's done a lot of work. And Brene Brown and Tarana Burke, who is the um, who is given the rights, of course, the Me Too movement and started the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. um, came together to put this together. So it's for Black people to be vulnerable in a space, and it's all um, even though Brene Brown is white, of course, it's all Black authors writing in this book. So it's called "You Are Your Best Thing." Get it on Amazon wherever you can get it. But it's had a lot of great. Um, reviews um, top from top to bottom so um, just want to share that with you guys as well and we'll post that on our Instagram page so you guys yes. can go see what that is absolutely so Father's Day y'all doing something fun oh yeah well I know you're not going to tell us because you like to keep secrets well it's not a secret <laughs> I've made plans <laughs> that I'm not sure you know yeah. I'm not sure of right now so you know once we return we'll see if I was able to pull them off yeah we want to hear about it and people yeah. joining us um, next for our 20th episode. Oh, yeah. So tell a friend to tell a friend um, to listen to the weekly wind down. We're excited um, that, to share this first season with you. Go back and catch up if you haven't. Um, and make sure that, you know, you're you're reflecting and sharing and emailing. Um, Key will share the email address with you in just a few seconds. So at this point, thank you for listening to the weekly wind down. Where laughter is the best medicine and wine is better with friends. Oh, today whiskey. Whether it's your weekend rewind or a chance to unwind, join G and Key in our weekly safe space where we discuss life, love, and all of the above. And you can follow us on Instagram at the weekly wind down. That is wine with a Y. The weekly wind down, Y with a wine. You can also send us an email at the weekly wind down at gmail.com. I'm going to end the show today. Normally I have a keynote. But I would like to dedicate this to my baby girl. Today is Father's Day, but it's also my daughter's second birthday. She has been the best thing that has been given to me in my life. And being a mom is like the best 
job that I'll ever have. Any any other title that I've had, you know, had, won't ever hold a um, hold anything up to being called mom by my little baby girl. Um, she's actually our rainbow baby. So I have a quote that I I think I made this up. I hadn't heard anybody else say that. This is something that I gave to my midwife, and I have it at my house with her footprints on a on a gift that she presented to us. So just um, happy birthday, mommy loves you. We're gonna turn up. We're gonna have some cake. So she is everything that we never knew we needed right when we needed you the most. Happy birthday, baby. That girl, she brings me joy. She's giving me joy, joy.